Yo, yo, here's episode three on Mum's podcast, Rebel Unique. Make sure you're sitting down for this one. Her and Abby Chaffield are in the zone going on and on and on and on. Good luck. <laughs> well, hello, you gorgeous creature, and thanks for joining me for another ep of Rebel Unique podcast. This is episode three with Miss Abby Chatfield. Now, this girl, I swear to God, is my sister talk-a-lot twin. <laughs> During this episode, we have, we're just chatty and it's hilarious how often we talk over each other and just giggle and, oh, it's just the best. It's just completely raw and unedited and raggedy edged, not smooth. It's just the best. It's so good. You guys are going to love this episode. So Miss Abby, a little background, was the runner-up on The Bachelor. And during her time on this show, glamorous show, she was portrayed one way which wasn't congruent, wasn't congruent with who she actually is. And since being cannonballed into the public eye, she's been fat-shamed, slut shamed she's received a waterfall of sexist comments and she still shows up as the fucking powerhouse that she is despite all of the naysayers and the opinions and she shows up with dignity and a kick-ass message so today we talk on her experience with body image how she's been bullied online to the point of actually feeling suicidal Um, how she's her human as fuck self, how she's using her platform on Instagram to give other beautiful women permission to stand up for themselves and to be themselves and own their kick-ass selves and how she's chosen to love herself. So let's get into this awesome episode, guys. It is going to be the best. Hey, beautiful Abby. How are you, beautiful girl? Hello, beautiful Ingrid. I'm great. How are you going? I'm amazing. Thanks, babe. Thanks for coming on and jamming with me and sharing all things you. It's such, such a gift. Oh, thank you for having me. I really, I love being asked to do these things. So I get to like, you know, say my piece about different things and, you know, just have a bit of a chat, which is my favorite thing in the world to do. So very excited. Having a chat uninterrupted, uninterrupted too is also a... Yes, unedited. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you're actually you. You're actually my first. Um. You're my first guest speaker on my my podcast. So you get to pop my little guest speaker cherry. Oh my. Oh my God. How exciting! I feel so privileged. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome, mate. You're welcome. I feel like we could talk about so much stuff. Like you, you're an advocate for so many things, and you stand for so many things. But um, let's talk bodies. Let's start with the body. Mm Specifically yours. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go there. Um, so we'll refer okay. to, we were just talking um, briefly before the before we pressed record. Let's refer to the shot. Now, this was a shot taken by the Daily Mail, yes? Mm-hmm. Of you on the, yes, on, yes. On the beach? Daily Mail. Yep. Of you on the beach yes. with a hunky, a hunky dude frolicking in the waves in an epic fucking bikini and... <laughs> Off the trolls went. Tell me a bit about all of that experience. Oh my god! So that I was with Todd King, who's a, um, also from The Bachelorette, um, and he's you know he's very hot, he's very tanned, he's very toned, and he was up in Brisbane because he's from Perth. He's up in Brisbane for um, a weekend, so we decided to go to the beach. And I was like, I don't really care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fake tan for this guy. Like, I'm not god gonna. Forbid. I'm not gonna waste up on those sands. God forbid. We were, just, we were like hanging out. They got. I know. I was like, I'm not gonna fake tan. I'm not gonna like. I don't know. Like, I'm just wearing my normal bikinis I normally would wear. And then we ended up getting papped. And those photos, when I first saw them, I was kind of like, oh, that's funny. And Todd sent them to me, and he was like, ha ha, this is hilarious. Whatever. Who cares? I saw them and I wasn't like, oh, they're amazing. I look gorgeous. But I was like, oh, yeah, me at the beach with no tan on, with togs on. Yeah. Um, so Queensland togs. Um, and <laughs> and <laughs> then, then he was like, oh, don't read the comments. And I was like, you're an idiot. I'm going to read the comments. Of course I'm going to read the comments. So I went through and there were like, I think there were like 180 or something different comments, all of them saying how fat I looked, how disgusting I was, how much cellulite I had, how um, Todd can do better, how he's 
like, you know, he's amazing and I'm this like fat little dumpling rolling around the ocean mm. with him basically. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, the thing is I wasn't, and then I did that, obviously that huge ranty post pretty much straight away. Um, which is how all my ranty posts go. I just type them I'm like, share. I can press, like, press the share button. Like, press share. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to share it now. <laughs> so I, um, um, I, so I, I, I think people, I got a lot of comments, people saying that, like, don't worry about it, babe, you're beautiful. And it's like, that's not the point. That isn't the point at all. Yeah. Like, I don't think those photos are hideous of me. They're not great. They're not hideous. I don't think that, um, you know, I don't really anymore have huge issues with my body and how I look. But the problem for me was it was worrying seeing all these people thinking, A, it's okay to comment about a woman's body. Mm-hmm. And B, women who are reading that who don't have the same body as me, whether they're smaller or bigger or have more cellulite or less cellulite or taller, shorter, any, any different to me or me, seeing that and being like, well, she is a size eight and I'm a size 10. Mm-hmm. So if she's disgusting, gross, what am I? Or, you know, she's five foot five i'm five foot so do i look better than her in bikinis like oh mm-hmm. i have those bikinis do i look bad in them like there were all these comments about all this stuff and i think i just that's why i got so angry not for me but it was for other women and other people reading if they read those comments and thinking that that's how the world perceives them because that isn't how the world perceives them i think that's just the dark depths of um the daily mail yeah 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 so and- yeah most of those comments you received too were from dudes, right? Yeah, mo- I think so. Well, you can't really tell because obviously everyone is anonymous on Daily Mail because yeah. they're cowards. <laughs> but but um, no one's going to put their um, their employer and their first and last name, are they? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think they're mostly men. I think that um, men always feel they have the right to comment on a woman's body and they they always feel the right to it's like when you first when you talk to a guy i i often find when i talk to men of any age if i talk about a woman to them they'll either go oh she's hot or oh she's porked it or mm. oh she's they'll always almost always make a comment on how she looks yep. usually it's positive but i'm still like why is the first thing not she's nice she's yeah. funny yeah so it is interesting that it was mostly men and it was also there were some women as well which is equally as deplorable maybe even more so um but yeah it was funny i i thought in my head when i got into the bachelor i thought that we were past all this all this stuff of being like oh look at this fat celebrity at the beach like i hadn't seen something like that well i don't really read trash magazines i guess but i hadn't seen anything like that since like 2005 like a photo of Cameron Diaz or something, you know what I mean? So to have that photo come out and then see all those comments, I was really, really shocked. Yeah, because it's sort of like I would like to think that the view of body shaming and body image and all the things has evolved. But when that yeah. sort of goes down, you so it's almost disappointing. Well, not almost. It fucking is. It's disappointing. Yeah, yeah it is really disappointing. And I guess it was quite... Um, it was, that's why it was so important for me to make that post as well. And like, I got a few DMs, but you just want attention, all this stuff. And it's like, I, like, I don't, this is how I operate my Instagram. And also, yeah, I, I do want attention to this topic. Yes. Like, yes, I, I, yeah. I, I made those totally do. for a reason. Yeah. Similar to my, my post about Kieran. Everyone's like, you want attention. And it's like, I don't want attention for me. I want it for the topic that I'm speaking about. So I'm yeah. making these, um, you know, like, posts that will encourage conversation and encourage people to share them whether or not they're being like oh look at her she's she's a slut or she's fat oh yeah look how much she wants attention it's still getting shared and people are still talking about the topic so yeah there was actually um there was a post i saw the other day come up of yours on my feed i think you were in your cute little um bikini that was like sustainably produced and it was like yeah and there was, yes. a, it was at the top of the comments. So I saw it first and it was, um, oh, what did she say? It was something like give Instagram a rest or something like that. And yeah. then like people were jumping into defense and like, um, maybe unfollow sweetie. Like, <laughs> well, people literally, I upload anything and people, and people yeah. just go like, I think it's getting less and less. Like usually now I only get one comment and I'll just either delete it or, I will like, but like today I posted it to my story because I was just, I'm just so sick of people getting away with it. Yes, I saw but, that. Um, awesome. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I like people, and also people were saying, oh, you need a bigger swimsuit. You need, yes, I saw that. It's made from plastic. Too small, honey. And, like, and it's like, it's, 
it's A, it's, you can see it's folded up at the bottom. It was the way that I was standing. And B, not your place to comment on if I need a bigger top size. If you think I need a bigger top size, that's fine. But I like how that top fits me. Yeah. I think boobs look perkier in it. And yeah. I think it looks good. I actually like and it. And like I got it. set these togs. Yeah. yeah I, I like yeah. these togs. And I'm, if I'm uploading a photo in them, I obviously like how I look in them. So people don't have the right men or women to comment on whether or not something fits someone, whether or not something looks good anything at all unless it's positive it's like yes you look amazing anything negative shush just yeah. shush like unfollow me people people comment like you're so annoying and i'm like that unfollow you yeah, i know you, you this is my page to follow me yeah yeah and also yeah. all of these all of these articles in daily mail about me like there's a new stupid one almost every day like oh abby gets an ice cream like it's so boring and it's just because of the oh my like, god like, ice cream that's scandalous the, oh my god well speaking of actually there were photos um, from the same day of Todd and I eating fish and chips. And all the comments were, she doesn't need any more chips. Um, oh. look, at, look at her shoveling that food into her mouth. And it's like photos of Todd <sighs> putting one chip in my mouth when I was like kissing. And it's like, how could he kiss her? She's so disgusting. Like all this stuff. Um, and oh, I'm actually, oh, sorry, I got, I got distracted. Tangents, <laughs> tangents everywhere. Tangents <laughs> is coming for me. It's happening to me all the time. But um, sorry. Um, but yeah, what was I saying about the top? Oh, people, and then people commenting me like, stop making her famous. All she wants to be famous. Stop publishing articles about her. And it's like, I don't see these articles organically ever. I see them because I have Google alerts on for myself in case something is published that is like less than desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, and these people are finding these articles of me going to the shops and getting an ice cream or me waiting for Uber Eats outside of a hotel. And they're commenting saying stop making her famous and it's like you're seeking me out like you're seeking this out like why i don't understand why people on the internet feel the need to seek out people they hate and then comment how much they hate it and how much they can't stand it like mm-hmm. it just it, it just proves how deranged social, social media is and how deranged the 24-hour news cycle is as well i guess i feel like it's also the uh the good old focus on your shit to stay unfocused on my own backyard type thing like the the hurt people hurt people and the um like and you we know this like fundamentally we know this but it's it doesn't make it any less real it's still it's rife yeah like it's it's it does my head i mean frankly and i'm nowhere near like receiving as much as you I know it's it does my head in as well, and the thing is as well that I was not disappointed in, but even after all those comments came through, and I made the post and I got all that support, and I was so like, you know, I am like relatively comfortable in my body. I still that day was like back on the diet, and then I was like back to F forty five, which is good for me health wise. Mm-hmm. But I was I was it it it, it kind of triggered me again to be like, okay, maybe I do need to lose some weight, which isn't the reason why I should be exercising. So it was. It was kind of subconscious. When I was doing my F45 and at the end, I was like, oh, I like, did really well that session. And then I was on the train home and I was like, shit. Like, the reason why I did that was because I felt bad about myself from those comments. So it still affects people. It kind of motivated me in a positive way, I guess. But it's still, you know, it's something off in me that's, that's I think, ingrained in most women in yeah. the Western world, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I actually did a, um, so I used to be a personal trainer and I was a personal trainer for 15 and I was like ripped. I was lean as fuck. I was running eight, 10 Ks a day training like an absolute crazy person. Um, exercise was my husband. Like it was, (laughs) it was crazy, crazy. And my fitness power was my best friend. And Mm. counting calories like down to the (gasps) and all the things. I used to do that. Yes. And it just becomes obsessive. And so from that and coming from a personal trainer into a life coach um, and getting out of that punishment cycle, Mm -hmm. I, I have like right now, like in this point in my life, I have more body fat than I've ever had. And I fucking love my body. Like I love it more than I did when I was ripped and lean. So anyway, I did this video the other week and it was in slow motion of me jumping up and down in my um, like undies and, and bra top. So in slow-mo, everything is like, like all the fat. Yeah. <laughs> and, then posted, As we all are. <laughs> and then posted it with like a body love, body image uh, message. Mm-hmm. And I received um, no comments. I received messages like, 
really, really cowardice messages, three from men, uh, one from a woman. I was called a fat pig. I was told um, you shouldn't be putting that on (laughs) online. And I actually responded to them on my page without naming and shaming them, but I responded to each of their messages on my page rather than go into it. But it's, it's that whole, you know, like, like you said, she's let herself go or it's still like that need of, I need to comment on her because I know what she used to look like. And now she looks like this. So that must mean fill in the blank. It must mean she's like, I I just wonder what, what they're wanting to achieve. I always wonder what they wanted to, you've posted that you're obviously confident in yourself. You're trying to put across a message of body positivity, trying to make a positive impact on social media and they're wanting to bring you down. I, I, it has to be an own insecurity and an own issue with the fact that they don't feel comfortable in their skin, mm. right? Because mm. there's no reason like to be, to be messaging. The, thing is, the, the DMs are the craziest part because people get really, really horrible. In there. Oh, like, there's no, it's like there's no holds barred in DMs, is there? Because it's not seen by other people. So yeah. it's just like, I'm going to let this bitch know what I think about her body fat percentage. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, on, on the thing of my fitness pal, I, I used to do that as well. I used to, when I was in like year, um, from like year 10 until I was like 18, so like three years, I would, I would have my fitness pal and I would do it every day. And this is when I like didn't have an f- iPhone. I think I just did it on like the PC. Oh, or something. And I was like, and I would like run, ev- I would like run nine kilometers every day when I was 15 mm-hmm. with ankle weights on. That oh, is so wow. unreal. So yeah. And then I, so bad. And then I would like try and count my calories. I would eat like uh, like in a day. I would be in grade 10 when I was 15 years old. I would get an apple and cut it into thirds and have it breakfast, lunch and dinner and chew gum and have like three liters of water a day to make myself feel full mm. and go for that run. But I wasn't even, I didn't even lose weight. My body was retaining water and it was like, what are you doing? Like mm. I, I was just like a normal size still. But like that's why I find now I don't go near my fitness pal, I don't go near anything. And it can be helpful, obviously. It can be great. But I think that I have to go in the complete opposite way and be like, this is how I look. You're going to eat what you want to eat at the time, within reason, obviously. But if you, if you feel like eating carbonara for lunch, have the carbonara and then you can just go to gym that night. Or you cannot. You can just have a healthy dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there needs to be more... Um, there needs to be more... I guess like lenience on ourselves to not be perfect and to not be like you said, have no body fat. Yeah. Be like passion. I'm going to ha- enjoy my life and enjoy food and enjoy, you know, not exercising one Saturday morning and just having a sleep in. Um, I think that's what real body positivity is. It isn't, it isn't being like, you know, this is what I need to eat or need to do, or I I've gained weight. So I feel better at myself. It needs to be like, I'm enjoying my life regardless of my body, not because of it. Yes. Fuck yes. Mm. And on that note, <laughs> Cabanara, I just want to read this mm. quote <laughs> from Abby Chatfield, hashtag. Um, <laughs> said in your post, let me live in my exercise four days a week, but also loves Cabanara rig. The rig, people. Yes. And the rig. Rig. <laughs> fucking love it. And leave me in peace, not for my sake, but for the sake of my mental health. Uh, sorry, for the sake of the mental health of the general public. Like, fuck yes. And like I said to you in our like little email, this it just shows that human as fuck side of you as well. And body mm. image is not exclusive to women with more body fat. It's a mindset. It's not like, and I've been told you're too skinny to hate your body or you've got like, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like you're too fat, mm-hmm. you're too skinny for that. Um, but I also know as much as, like it is a mindset. I know that, and I'm, I'm sure you've experienced this on probably on your page for you. Like there's still going to be women who are going to say, well, it's easy for you to love your body, Abby. Like you're a size eight and your society mm. accepted as beautiful quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like how does she get it? She's never been obese. She doesn't understand how, what real body hate is. And you know, she can't comment on it. So what, what do you, what, what do you want to say about that baby cakes? Um, I mean, I think it's, I think it's totally, I think it's uh, pretty valid. You know, I think that I've never experienced any discrimination or anything like that because of my size. I've always been able to find and uh, clothes that fit me. I've never been above a size 10. Um, 
but at the end of the day, I think that almost, almost to every woman I know, I actually think I could probably say every woman that I know that I've spoken to about this has issues with their body one way or another. And I think that it's just fed by the media and yeah. like right now, curvy bodies are in, right? Like, so like mm -hmm. a body like mine where I have, I have double D tits and I have like a small waist and I have hips and I have thighs that's in, mm -hmm. but from that, like my friend Eleanor from The Bachelorette, from The Bachelor, she is gets messages being like, you're stick thin, you're disgusting. How could anyone ever want to be with you? How would anyone want to sleep with you? You're like a kid, things like that. So there's that end of it. And then I'm getting that I'm too big, even though I'm a size eight. So Eleanor and I can share clothes, right? But both of us are getting uh, trolled online about our yep. bodies. Yep. We have the same size. She would, she would be a size six to eight. I'm like a solid eight, sometimes a 10. And solid my eight. Had, I was solid eight. I'm a solid eight. And, and she's getting shamed. And then obviously women and people that are, that are bigger and much bigger get it much more. I'm, there's no way that I can deny that. And it is horrendous and it is much worse for people that are a bigger size. Um, but I think we need to realize that every person can be insecure in themselves. And most people are in some way because of social media, because of the media in general. Mm -hmm. And I think the more we call it out, the more that we can get through it and we can kind of try and develop as we have, I guess, since the, since 2005, when every sing, where no one would bat an eyelid if there was an, an article about someone's cellulite. Or Misha Barton's cotton cheese. What was that? What was it? Cottage cheese bar. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I do remember that. That yeah. was like an iconic thing. Yes. I when I was little, I was like, oh, that means cellulite's bad. I remember yeah. being like, I should be ashamed of myself. And I would think I would have been nine or something. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, I and mean, then I've always thought of that whenever I've seen my cellulite, of that one story. Yes. So it just shows how toxic all the stuff is, even for people who are a smaller size. But it's, it's, I'm, I would never want to claim though that I've been discriminated against because of my size. I think it's just important to call out that people are saying these things about people of all sizes. And unite as, yeah, totally. And unite as yes. women because if we're like, you yeah. don't deserve, you're not worthy of body image issues, you are. Like it's causing separation between us as a collective. Yeah. So we get to be like, yeah. no, look, it's, it's all relative to the individual. We all experience it because of what we've been exposed to. Like Disney, Disney is huge mm -hmm. for being exposed. Like, um, the mm -hmm. princess or the the heroine or whoever in the Disney movies always looked a certain way and got her Prince Charming in the end. Like Ariel from Little yeah. Mermaid was big for me. Jasmine from Aladdin was big for me. And they've got very mm -hmm. specific body types, even as cartoons. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. like yeah. it's all got, it's all going in. But see, even and even in on that on that point, even when you think about like the girls in The Bachelor, like all the girls in The Bachelor are a size eight to ten all yeah. of us yep and someone's gonna get the guy in the end whenever it's kind of like its own like weird yeah, modern that's i so guess very tale. So and i just kind of also thought that in my position that i was in in being part of that and coming second and getting all these compliments my looks the entire way through whether or not even if it was like whenever it hated me people were like you're a bitch but you're pretty like i would, I would get that I'd be like okay. i don't like your sexual I, prowess but you are hot yeah. <laughs> but you're hot, but you're sexy, so I guess it's okay. Like, well, like you've got to be, but like, just people say yeah. the strangest things. But that's why I thought as well it was more. Um, I wanted to say something because it's like even people who I guess I held up in society, like girls in The Bachelor, as being some of the most like like beautiful women, um, and I guess I guess conventionally beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um they still feel shit up themselves and still get this hate and still get things like that. Mm. So it's also kind of being like, hey, even people you think are beautiful get this get this stuff. Yeah. So maybe we all should harden ourselves as well. And even the ones we deem as, you know, those hierarchy of beauty still have insecurities. I remember even Absolutely. Yeah. Like I even remember at the gym um and being around a lot of body sculptors and bodybuilders and that sort of thing. And these women had like I, don't, I couldn't find the fat, but we're still pinching at themselves. Mm. This needs to be smaller and this needs to be bigger and it's never good enough. It was never good mm. enough. Even when, yeah, even when other women in that industry were like, she's awesome and she's strong and, yeah, but she hates her body even though she looks like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, even like the amount of, um, uh, like before I went on this show, I remember we, had, we went to have a dinner. Like I would still have like breakdowns like, 
I still have like moments where I'm like, oh, I feel so disgusting and horrible. But um, before I went on the show, I was supposed to have dinner with all my friends as like a goodbye dinner um, the weekend before. And I literally, my best friend had to convince me to go to dinner because I was crying and I was like, I am so disgusting and fat and ugly that I don't want them to see me in public. And that was a week before The Bachelor. And then all this happened. Then I think that, um, like, that's why it's still like a kind of sensitive topic for me. So it isn't, everyone's like, you're so confident, so amazing. It's like, yeah, I'm confident, but I'm confident because I need to just say, mm. like, like effort. Like, it's not because I feel so great at myself and I think I'm this, like, beautiful, perfect person. Like, before The Bachelor, I, I felt so bad at myself all the time. During filming, I felt disgusting. I was in bikinis all the time during filming and I would literally get, like, so upset before my dates because I knew that Matt was going to see me in bikinis. And that's while we're filming all this stuff. And then afterwards, I think all of the backlash that I got about my body sometimes during the show airing and then I guess more these articles has kind of had the opposite effect of me being like, you know what? Screw that. So it's actually, it's, it's worked in a really strange way. Mm. To your advantage, babe. Cause you've, and, and for the mm. people who were saying before when they were like, you just want, you just want to be famous. Like I would be going, oh. fuck if I do to use that as a platform to be able to, yeah. to say what I need to say to more people. Like, yeah, I do bring on the famous. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, like, I don't see why people say, you know, people are saying that, oh, you just want attention, you want to be famous, all these things. Why, why, is, why is that a negative thing? I didn't go on the show to get famous, but let's be real in that no one applies for a reality TV show to, to not be on TV. Do you know what so, I mean? Like, yeah. like I, like you I, know I, what's I coming. Yeah, I had an experience. <clears throat> like, oh, this is awesome. And then I ended up coming second and I've gotten all these followers now. And it's like, yeah great now I have a platform that I can talk about things that I care about that I was doing anyway prior to the show even um even being filmed like there's I have a highlight story on my um on my Instagram and it's about like photo editing and that's from like August 2018 and I've had people DM me saying you just want to get on this um bandwagon to become more popular this body positivity thing like why would you even to worry about things like that Mm-hmm. And I just said that and I'm like, I've been, I've been doing this. And before I did this story about not editing photos, I was editing my photos because yeah. it had distorted my perception of other people, people's bodies were. And my friends, a lot of my friends still edit their photos. Some of my friends won't upload photos because they feel too ugly compared to other people on social media because of the editing. So this, like this sort of stuff has been really like close to my heart for a very long time. And yeah. I've struggled with a lot of it. So of course I want a bigger platform to be able to speak about it. Yes. And of course I oh, want yes. to be able to reach more people because the, the messages that I've gotten from that post and from other posts, from some women who are suffering from eating disorders, some women who are trying to lose weight, some women who are just struggling with themselves just as a whole, have some of them have brought me to tears. They've been so beautiful. I've had some mothers with me saying, I have a 14 year old daughter and she, you're the only one for bachelor she follows and she looks up to you. And she, you know, that pose is made so happy because she feels overweight. So things like that. It's like, yeah, I do want more of that. I want more yeah. people to feel better about themselves. So, and that means bigger platform. So that makes yeah, it worth it, doesn't it? That totally makes it yeah, worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. there'd be so much, so much photoshopping out there. So I just want to honor you, babe, for like owning up to that and, and, and changing it. Like that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, so there's there's so much, and it's so easy to do now as well. Like there's apps yeah. so easy to use. Yes, and it's so tempting it. because so but there's so many, and it's so tempting because most like most people do it. Like like mm-hmm. I would say like eighty percent of my feed is at least slightly edited, mm-hmm. um, and if it's not edited, it's all like lighting and angles and stuff, which we all do. We all try and get angles and lighting that that makes us look better, but no one actually looks like this. I think I actually look like the photo of me on the beach. And I got a few comments as well um, on that point of that people said, oh, you know, don't worry about that. They've edited you to look bigger. Don't worry. And I'm like, no, they've not. But like, like <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not worrying. And no, they've not. That's how, that's how I look. Like I wasn't tanned. I had my hair in a bun and no makeup on. And I was just going for a swim at Noosa. Like, so Still my yeah, I think, I think, yeah, and when I, and my other post about um, editing in NW, have everyone said that they should have edited the photo? It's like why? Like, like 
I don't understand why people, people I don't understand why, but I guess people now crave an edited photo. Yeah. Yep. And it's really interesting. And I guess I didn't realize it as much before The Bachelor, but now that I have so many different types of people following me and interacting with me, I see that people just want to see an edited perfect photo. And I think people want to see a woman just to be perfect and aesthetically pleasing. And I think that if I'm getting my little feminist hat on, I think men get annoyed by that because I think the only reason women exist is to please them aesthetically. <laughs> so I think that's why these horrible men get so angry and like, you shouldn't have done that because they don't want to see women for real people. They want to see them for this like cartoon of a human. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel personally women want to see uh, some, someone they can relate to and mm-hmm. want to see more real and I also feel that for someone like you who has been in the spotlight, who has been in like the bachelor's glamorous, like, and you're glamorous mm-hmm. on, on camera 24 seven to see you then mm-hmm. not being that, then they crave you to be mm-hmm. back to how they've perceived you. Even though like the big shots mm-hmm. were like real life Abby. Mm. That's like so that, true. I didn't think about it like that. That probably is what it is. It's a yeah. contrast, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that was only a few weeks after the show. So it's this, my finale dress was like a, a few thousand dollars hand beaded gown and hair and makeup done professionally every, every episode. And then it goes to my real life. And I don't like, like I'm not, Abby? Who's that? Who's that? Well, yeah, I like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, literally like some photos of me and sometimes when I was on camera or in the show, I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, when we were filming, I'd be like, I look so weird. Like, <laughs> like, like I, looked, I looked hot. Hair and makeup are amazing, but I'd be like, this is like, do you think Matt will be like shocked if I win and we go home and I'm just like, like, Surprise! I'm not this <laughs> and I'm not getting dressed and I'm not, I'm not getting touch-ups in my hair down and yeah. everything. So that is such, that's a really good point, actually. It probably has a big, a big reason for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I, I think that, um, or I hope that, I, I guess previously, I think there might've been more pressure for people on The Bachelor to maintain that but I think now people are kind of just wanting to show the real them I think because what yeah you're completely right people do crave being able to relate to someone um, but I don't yeah. think maybe, maybe it was a sudden change yeah 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 it's like a shock it's like when they see um like Hollywood celebs in pictures without makeup and like oh my god that's what she looks like well yeah she yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah that's, that's what she looks like. It's her same yeah. face. She doesn't have a, a line across her eyelid and a red lip on. Like, yeah. calm down. Everyone calm down. <laughs> and I have I have a confession to make. I actually never watched an episode of The Batch with your beautiful self in it. Ooh. And I didn't. Did um, you not? I didn't. I didn't. Scandalous, I know. Wow. Um, I have watched I previous seasons of The Batch ages ago, but I sort of just got the same, same, but different. So I didn't actually watch it. So I didn't know of your beautiful self until I saw a clip of you on The Bachelor on Gogglebox when I watched an episode of Gogglebox and I was like, oh, okay, and then sort of got a glimpse of that must be the runner-up. Then um, Mamma Mia shared your Daily Mail post on Insta and that's when I was like, oh, that's Abby, right. (laughs) And then that's when I got straight into your um, DM and was like, woman, Oh my god! Yes, yes. <laughs> and then was like, I loved it again. I was like, yes. <laughs> was like an absolute fan, and what like you're com- you're like you're twenty you're twenty four, right, honey? Yeah, I'm twenty four. Yeah. yeah, and comfy in your own like in your own skin. Obviously, what like what we've just spoken about. But what I believe mm-hmm. is your comfiness in your own skin isn't expressed as much through your pictures as it is through your words. They're not mm. fake. They're not um preachy like they're just bullshit free your words are what amplify your images your images alone are not your confidence your words are she's not just a pretty face my friends not just a pretty face. <laughs> thank you this is that's so lo- thank you so much oh my god it's, it's, <laughs> it's true it's it's the words that come um with the image because you stand for something and you're intelligent and it's really fucking intimidating for some people. But wanting wanting um, to come back to that beautiful skin suit of yours, what would be mm. three things would you say that would be the catalyst for you having been comfy in your skin? Like three things you're like, I know there's probably a thousand and it's like stacked 
and there's built on things. Oh. What would be three things you're like, mm, that helped me become comfy in my skin? That helped me become comfy in my skin. That's a great question. Um, I feel like, obviously, like I was saying, I think, I think The Bachelor did 100%. Also, when you're filming The Bachelor, you, are, you have no privacy. Wardrobe, pulling, like when you're doing hot dog parties and everything, you are naked standing there when you're nude G-string with holding your <laughs> boobs and all. You, you just, and, you said, and, they're, and they're zipping things up for you and chucking earrings on and pulling your hair. And So I think, I think the filming of The Bachelor really um, actually really did helped me a lot um in a in a strange way because you have to get you have to get comfortable in your own skin and I think our our cast um our cast got kind of slammed quite a bit for not being very diverse but I think when it came to looks like uh, there were a lot of blondes there were a lot of skinny blondes as there always is Mm -hmm. but there were quite a diverse cast of women I think in looks and personality and um that that knowing that everyone was as well, I thought everyone was as gorgeous as each other was just, was just so lovely to me to understand that, well, to be confirmed that there were so many different types of beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really know. I feel like it's honestly just, um, oh, God, I don't, I don't know. What about I role think models? I just, role models that you're like, this, this person? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I actually, I absolutely adore Miley Cyrus now this is a bit controversial oh, no, listen. So, <laughs> oh my god see she such she a crack up I was watching so your post yeah she is being oh a my god. yeah has, so Le- has Liam called yet has, has, has Liam called yet oh my god Liam I'm waiting for Liam <laughs> Liam where are you <laughs> but although you know I'm conflicted because I love <clears> Miley <throat> so much I couldn't do it to her I couldn't do it to Miley sorry <laughs> um, but I um yeah, I, I think I think she is I think she's fantastic. I think she's an a, amazing advocate for feminism. Mm-hmm. Her music lately has just been so powerful and so great. She's so comfortable in herself. Mm-hmm. She's just she's just so cool and so so chill. But I also think as well, um, having in the past couple of years I've you know, I've gotten more comfortable in myself, just my personality and mm-hmm. my and being proud of my intelligence and I've had more, um, I guess I've reached out to have more thought provoking um, conversations and develop myself. So I think from developing myself from the inside I've become more comfortable with my, with my body. My so body. I think that could all be contributing factors because yep. I think that it doesn't really matter how I look mm-hmm. as long as I feel that I am like worthy as a human and contribute as a human to society and to my friends' lives, my family's lives, then I guess in turn that comes with body positivity and then that makes you, I think, externally more beautiful as well, as corny and as cliche as that is. Oh, no, that's a total mic drop. That's amazing. Mm. Yes, <laughs> totally true. Mm. Um, and it's not just <clears throat> it's not just body shaming you've received. I say received like it's a gift and I it's not just body, <laughs> it's not just that you re- like you've also copped um since being on the batch slut shaming and sexist comments oh. like coming thick and fast and one of like just as a segue and i'll come back one of the main blocks i see with women i work with as a coach is mainly like it's like the number one dream killer what others will think like what others will think or say if i show up as myself and then yep. that back to your beautiful self like despite all of it despite all of it honey like you still show up and share. I fucking love how open <laughs> and honest you are. Like you are hashtag zero fucks life. Like it is. Oh my that, god. <laughs> that's the inspiring part. And you've like you've spoken openly on the Shameless podcast about your abortion. Um, you mm-hmm. you share about so many different issues on your Insta page, and the nastiness keeps coming. Like it keeps coming. You're like still taking arrows. <laughs> how. And like, and it can't be easy. It can't be easy, especially on that larger scale that we mentioned before. But do you, like, do any of the comments really upset you? Do you, do you have any, like, at the being times you're like, oh my God, I can't do this? Um, yeah, of course, during the airing of the show, um, I know you said you've not, you've not watched it, but during the, my edit was pretty brutal on the airing in the show. I kind of got that. I kind of got that from what I picked up post- yeah that it was um 
how they were portraying you as uh, it seemed like from what I saw, like evil bitch backs kind of conniving. Um, yes. Like, uh, like a slut, like all that. Yeah. Sort it of was, stuff. Yeah. It was kind of like a, it was kind of like a, um, it was this thing of like, she's a, she's a, she's a slutty villain that will like steal your boyfriend. Mm. Like, they'll, they'll betray me as every, every girl that's ever stolen someone's boyfriend. That was kind of, that, and that's why everyone hated me so much. And they couldn't figure out why they hated me, but it was because I was every girl that, and I've never stolen someone's bloody boyfriend, but like, it's like, it's, it's that sort I of thing. I can get my so, own boyfriend. Thanks guys. Yes. And also we're sharing a boyfriend right now. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is the whole thing of it as well. They, they, they portray me as well as like dogging the girls or like not, not being there for girl code and not, putting the girls above myself um, when it came to Matt. And it's like, but we're all dating Matt. Anyway, that's by the by. But um, <laughs> I, I um, think that the, the hardest things I think were the, I got like hundreds a day. Like I got so many, so, so many. Mm. And I had one of my really good friends. She would, I gave her my Instagram login and she would kind of monitor it for me. And she would um, delete the ones that were, really bad um and then would delete comments as well and turn off comments things like that and there was like one episode where she was like you literally she was like you have to delete your actual app because if you look right now like you're gonna have a breakdown and i was like crying like every day during airing like every day um but i still had to put up the post and i didn't want people to know that it was like getting to me because then the trolls would win so what I did instead was about halfway through the season, I asked my friend Cisha, I was like, can you please screenshot the messages before you delete them, the, the mean ones? And she was like, okay, weird. So she put them on a Google Drive for me. So I have about like 300 messages in my Google wow. Drive wow. Um, of, of really, really bad ones. I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, like, let me just read out one, for example. Um. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. I can tell. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know. He's, he's exactly what I was talking about before. With you're a pretty girl, but I feel that you contradict yourself a bit too much, and you're a bit desperate. You need to chill, you fucking slut. You're so cringeworthy. Mm. You're pretty, but you suck. You should be ashamed of yourself. Have you even watched yourself on the show? You're a contradictive, selfish, manipulative bitch. It's not about winning a game. I can imagine you're the most hated person in Australia and you must have no friends. Shame on you. Right. So that's like, that's like two of 300. Yeah. So I get things like that. And at first you're like, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then it's like, you believe that to be who you are as a person. And I was like calling my best friends being like, do you hate me? Like, how could you like me? Like, am I so manipulative that I don't even realize that I'm manipulating you into being my friend? Like it was like that, like inception level of, I didn't even want to like leave the house. I did. I went to work with no makeup on, wouldn't wear heels, just like flats and like my daggiest clothes and makeup hair and like a tight bun. So no one could see that I had curly hair. Um, but it didn't go out the entire time it was airing basically. Um, because I believe those things in myself and I was like scared of what people would think and things like that. So it absolutely, like it absolutely affected me. And even like reading these messages now, like it's really upsetting. Um, but I guess that how I got through that was through the support of my friends and my family. And I kind of needed constant reassurance, which I'm sure drove them insane. But um, I, it's now something that I want to use. So I've saved those messages because I want to, or I'm going to in the works of making a video about cyberbullying and about, um, you know, reality stars and other people who are on Instagram and get abused. And the fact that it's, it's completely detrimental to someone's mental health. Like the weekend before finale, I was, I had a whole weekend in bed and I was having suicidal thoughts. Like that's how much it's affected me. And people just keep going people keep going. And even after I lost, I got messages more about how horrible it was and how I deserved to be alone and how I deserved to die and all these things like that. So that was really hard to deal with. And I get messages from some other reality TV people who are quote unquote villains or, some people who are on different shows currently that they're having a hard time with their editing. They ask me for help and I'm like, I, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any answers. Like, like I was, I was horrible. I was having the worst time. So, um, 
I think I'm just really lucky to have really good friends and a really good family. And um, also now that my platform is so big, like I think if I'd gone halfway through and I didn't have much of a big of a platform and I wasn't able to say my piece, it would have been harder, but I can say my piece now. And now it's kind of flipped around. And I think people really like me because they used to hate me and they were proven wrong mm. in their heads and they're like oh no I actually really like him and they kind of defend me now mm. um, like I have some accounts on my um on my Instagram that are restricted like you know how you can restrict accounts on Instagram yes so they I can do. they can comment on your post and they can see they comment and you can but no one else can ah. so I have some that I have some who are restricted who were obviously abusing me at some point I have like 300 that were restricted and now I see their comments and I, and I unrestrict them because they're defending me aggressively. And I'm like, what's oh, going on? It's and all these messages now. Yeah. It's changed. And I get messages from people being like, I didn't like on the bachelor, but, and they send like paragraphs about how much they love me now. So I guess even though it was really bad and really hard, I'm really glad that I went through it. I'm really glad that I was able to get through it because now I have a platform to talk about things such as what we're talking about and be able to talk to, gorgeous people like you and have a conversation that needs to be had so I guess yeah it was it was rough but we got there <laughs> there was there was some there was some message in all the mess you got you got you got yes. a, a triumph out of all the trauma oh. it's and, and uh, that's part of, yeah sorry honey and that's part of the reason why I stopped watching because it, the like the way it's portrayed and the way it's misportrayed mm. And, you know, the television companies know that because the drama evokes viewers, which evokes dollars. So they're not oh, going to have a cool calm where everybody loves each other and they're all best friends and they're all wishing each other well. That's not going to get views. Um, and it's really no, sad. Like, yeah. And it's really sad because it, it, it sort of frustrates, not sort of, it, it frustrates me because of that mental health factor. Like they're actually toying with people's mental health by allowing them to be in those positions or creating the shows in the first place. And I know, you know, we all go into these things voluntarily and it's our choice, etc. But it's just such a shame that these things exist to generate views that actually affect beautiful women like yourself in such a way that you actually consider taking your own life at one point. Yeah, no, it is, it is really horrible. And I guess that it is um, indicative of society's need to have negativity yeah. like people people watching shows to hate someone people yeah. watch like like i was i was i had the most screen time out of anyone because i was the quote-unquote villain so it just shows that people only want people want to go to these shows to not think and to dislike someone and like i'm the same like i love watching maths because i'm like oh my god what a what a tragic like what a train wreck before i went on these shows i was i was the same i was like oh my god yeah isn't she horrible? Isn't she hideous? Like, Oh God, look at her. And now I'm like, whether or not, I think it as well. We all know these shows are highly edited, but this is, this is not news to anyone. But I think the issue is as well that, that the public backlash is the really worrying thing. Like yes. no matter how someone, no matter how, no matter how someone acts on TV, even if, even if my show was not edited at all, and everyone hated me for who I am actually as a person. And if now I was still hated, yep. it's like, there's a, there's a disease in society that people feel the need to reach, find that person's social media. Cause on the show, I'm just Abby. I'm not Abby Chatfield. So first I have to Google me, find my surname, then Google my Instagram, then find a post that, that I posted and then comment or then DM me. Like there is a four step process yeah. and it's worrying that there are thousands of people who are doing that. And people like, even, uh, for example, Innes from Married at First Sight, mm -hmm. um, she was pretty well hated by all of Australia. And then she, there was an article that came out a few weeks ago saying that she was on her deathbed after, um, after the show came out because of all the hate she was getting, how depressed she was, she couldn't eat. Um, and I saw all the comments on that even were equally as horrible so i saw someone say well she should have just died then i saw someone say well she's a horrible mm -hmm. person she deserved it she signed up for this show so i messaged her and i was like hey like sucks about married at first sight but like i hope you're okay now and she was like yeah i'm i'm, I'm okay now but it still is really hard like she's still cops that stuff yeah wow so just for a reason people people love 
hating people, love being horrible, being negative. Yep. And I think that's kind of what I realized more. Like the editing, whatever, we all sign up for a show. Like you said, it's, it sucks that it was me, but that's just what we expect. It's entertainment, right? Like yeah, it's, totally. It's, yeah. It's a, and a shock factor. And, and if that's what has to happen, that's what has to happen. I can't be too mad at anyone. I did sign a contract. <laughs> But the reaction is what's really worrying and really it upsetting. It's really disappointing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's a disease. And misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So that's why these people yeah. are joining the bandwagon of we hate Abby and we hate this person for that reason and whatever the thing mm-hmm. is. <clears throat> yeah. I saw a I meme the other day, and it's 100% true. There are like thousands of different versions of us in other people's minds. There's like yes. thousands of different versions of us that exist in this world according to how people have made up how they see us and portray us and have made up a story according to that about who we are. That's so true. Yeah. And I guess in social media, in, in, in reality TV, people get a one-dimensional character, like one personality. Yeah. Like, if, if, like imagine people, people are saying it can't be edited that much and it's like, well, maybe. It's a show, but, um, people. It is. But also... Even if even if there was not one thing edited and they just picked and chose certain, you know, sentences and, and interactions of people, um, incorrect context. If you're being recorded for three months straight in an extremely emotional situation and being asked very pointed questions, mm-hmm. you're gonna have some you're gonna have a bad day. Like there was one episode where I called one of the girls, I said I said she was disgusting because she threw me under the bus basically. And I was like, she disgusts me. But I was so, I was, I was in a shit mood. I was in a horrible mood. And I was talking to someone, a producer who I'd known for two and a half months and he was my friend. And I was like, you know, you, you say to your friends, like, oh, I hate her. You don't actually yeah. hate the person. But it's you just go, moment. oh my God, she's horrible. She's horrible. I can't, yeah. I can't stand it. And you're mad about something. So people forget, like, how could you send it? You know, you're being recorded. And it's like, yes, but there are probably, 400 hours of footage to go into a 40 minute show <laughs> like so there's a there's that interview on the same day and yeah that i'm that's the one thing that i always say i regret is saying that about ellie because we're friends now but i was just in a shit mood yeah and that the moment. Warrant, yeah and that doesn't warrant me being abused and me club it's a thing and it's the irony people saying you're a horrible person you shouldn't have done that but sending me equally as bad things that is is really interesting. People think it's okay if they're calling someone out um, and doing and because this this quote of I call it how I see it that I got a lot. I call it how I see it, you're a bitch. I call it how I see it, you're a slut. Um, and people just think it's okay if they're doing that. But yeah, I'm I'm the worst person in the world for having to slip up in an emotional state. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It was in the moment, and we all have those. We all say mm-hmm. stuff in the moment. Mm-hmm. What we mean, yeah. that's what we're experiencing in that moment. I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it, babe. How, like, how do you, <laughs> one more big question before we just hit the, the fast and furious five. <clears throat> yes. I almost choked on my excitement. How do, oh. <laughs> how do you resist not justifying yourself? Like, how do you resist not constantly going into bat for yourself? You go, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Like, oh. like, it, and I know this is a confidence thing, like, and knowing, in yourself who you are but how like because you take some hits honey like in the spotlight so how do you how do you mm. combat that i think that i think I, I do reply to some people and i do kind of try and defend myself on some things and but i think uh, it depends on it depends on what the comment is if the comment is just like slut or like you're fat i'm like whatever mm-hmm. but when it's things like, like that, that are blatantly false like I, like my story today about someone saying that i wasn't hard working that i i need to learn how to do hard work despite the fact that i've been working since i was 14 and i've always had more than one job throughout high school and i helped help pay for my entire life when i was in high school and miss out on so many things because i was working and studied full-time worked full-time all these things then i feel the need to be like you know what you have no idea who i am and i think that at the start when we first got off the show, I was more willing to engage in it. But now I am, yeah, I think it's just like I'm, I'm settled on myself. And I'm like, if you want to think that I was pregnant with Matt's baby or gave him a blowjob in the garden <laughs> as as that was a rumour that I that I sucked him off in the garden. Right. Like, <clears throat> if, if you want to think that, that's fine. It's like you're not true. If you want to think that I, that all these ridiculous, so, 
things in the media about I made a guy move to Australia to be with me then I dumped in for fun and all this stuff I'm like that's fine if you want to think that um but I think when it comes to people making comments about things like my body or like um me being a quote-unquote slut and being overly sexual then I feel the need to respond and make a post about it because I'm like this is where it can be productive mm-hmm. it's not productive to reply to someone just being like slant or like one word like you're dumb like it's like okay whatever but i can cop it but i can't cop public comments that may make other people feel shit about themselves that's beautiful that's really <laughs> like that's really powerful honey and whether you know it or not like everything you post is it, you're not making it about yourself and that's the most beautiful part about mm-hmm. you you're not making it about yourself it's about how this is impacting who's seeing it rather than yes yeah. i feel shit because you said that but who else is going to see this? I'm going to go on a rant. You, I go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to type away. I literally have like so many notes full of like Instagram rants of me, like, <laughs> like notes in my phone being like, and like capitals and like top points of like what I want to rant about next. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely smash that share button. <laughs> so you should keep going gorgeous. Don't stop. Yes. I will. <laughs> All right, my darling, I've got five fast and furious questions for you. To finish this off yep. before we sign off and you go finish your subway because I'm sure it's staring at you. Um, it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> eat me. Oh, my God, she eats Subway. She shouldn't be eating that. How much Subway? Is it oh, my God, Italian herb and cheese. Is it two she foot long? I bet you she's having two foot longs. <laughs> yeah, and a cookie. And four cookies. That's what I'm having. <laughs> They're the best. Like gargantuan body. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. So, first one, what's next for Miss Abby? What's next? Um, so I've recently quit my job, like we were saying before, when we were on our little FaceTime. Um, and I'm probably going to move to Sydney and I want to finish my degree in psychology. So that's kind of the next step for me. I've also been writing some articles for women, um, that news.com outlet. And um, I think I'm going to keep doing that because I really enjoy that. So that's what's up next. What's up? Wow, wow. Speech impediment. What, uh, <laughs> that is, what is up next? Spit it out, woman. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get trolled for that. I'll get you. You will. You can't even speak. She's stupid. Um, next one, what, what makes you a rebel? Ooh, I think just my, um, my inability to shut up (laughs) (laughs) about, about issues that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Speaking up, speaking your truth. Mm -hmm. What makes you weirdly unique? What makes me unique? Hmm. You big fat weirdo. What makes you weirdly unique? What is what is oh, like, weirdly unique? Yeah. What is like? I'm a weirdo because. Oh God. Where I do I start? Can I say something trivial? Yeah, of course. My my hideous hoof of feet. My feet are just giant hoofs, and like to the point of like, so like in my bachelor audition. I know this would be fast, but I have I have long answers. In my bachelor audition, they were like, the first question was, what do you hate about yourself? And they were like, Abby, go. And I said, my, my hoofs, like my giant hoofs. And um, then my first date was me fruit stomping. And I was like, this is a stitch up. Because my feet were on our television. And my mum my mom literally was like, Abby, I'm so embarrassed to be your feet. Like my, all my friends and family caught my hoofs. I like, my friends were shopping with me. And they're like, oh, she needs an extra wide shoe. So definitely my feet. That's your weirdly unique feature. I love it. Yes. Love it. My hoofs, yes. <laughs> uh, number four, my love, what permission slip would you like to give to others today? What's your permission slip for them? Oh, this is a bit, not, a bit permission to talk back to someone. I feel like mm. I've got some, I feel like people need to stand up for themselves more. I don't need to. I think it'd be good if they could stand up for themselves more and be confident enough in what they stand for to be able to, back when someone's being a bit rude to them. Not in a mean way, but just, you know, have their say. Girl power. Wonder Woman stare. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally. Totally. And lastly, what what's one action or thing that the audience can do to serve and support your beautiful self and or your mission? Um, they can follow me on Instagram, obviously, um, but also, I guess, um, you know, share my posts, share them to people, get, have a conversation about, what I'm posting about in the comments um, and also just with your friends and family. You know, I feel like even though like we were saying, it is great to have lots of Instagram followers. I think my main 
like a mission is to just get people to talk about different issues that I'm, I'm passionate about. So just have a chat, have a chat yeah. like you and I have been having for the past however long. <laughs> yeah, past four days. Yes. 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 <laughs> bringing awareness too. Like, and that's what you, that's yes. for your pages is bringing awareness to the stuff that people may not think that, you know, is an issue or are just not acknowledging because it's too hard or yes. too confronting or any of the things. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm fist bumping you right now on the. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much, you gorgeous creature, for coming on, honey, and having this awesome chat. It's been so good. We could seriously just keep going for hours. Oh, I know. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fantastic, and I feel like I've had a great vent through the day. So maybe no more. Maybe no more rants for another few days. You've, um, you've had be my outlet. <laughs> That's not true. We'll see one tomorrow. <laughs> They're in your notes. <laughs> There'll be something else. <laughs> Thank you, beautiful girl. And we will see you on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to my end, the end of um, Mum's Rebel Unique podcast. Um, they're real big chatterboxes. Make sure you go on YouTube and watch Mum's all cool videos and um, leave the um, click the bell and do a thumbs up. Peace out.